You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, and welcome to the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. The conversations we have are specifically for you in your 40s and 50s trying to navigate the uncertainty of the stage of life you're in. I'm Scott, and I'm your host, and I'm glad you're aboard as we embark on yet another episode together. Now, they say if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And quite true, I suppose. Of course, as I gulp down leftover beans and wieners as I prepare for today's show. Seriously, the gravity of health increases with age. We can bounce back from a surgery when we're 25, but it's a different ballgame when we're 65. I think you'll agree with me that health is an important hallmark of a fantastic fourth quarter of life. But what is health really? I mean, how do we know when we're healthy? There are so many diets, exercise programs, and equipment on the market today. Where do you start? Well, allow me to introduce my guest to you who can help us get started with our own physical fitness strategy. His name is Patrick Becker. He retired from a 28-year career in the U.S. Army Reserve in 2017 as a lieutenant colonel. During his career, he held a variety of staff and leadership positions, culminating in his assignment as an area coordinator for the Army Reserve's Command and General Staff College Instructional Unit in the U.S., the Western U.S. Shortly after his retirement, or shortly before his retirement, he opened his own health and wellness practice where he provides access to information, support, and a positive community to anyone wanting to live a better life. And we'll talk about that transition here in a moment. There's so much more to Patrick, such as his work with entrepreneurial-minded clients, being a founding member of the 123 Help app, and a program solutions manager for a major insurance company. I urge you to check out the show notes for more details on that. Patrick is a native of Western Pennsylvania, but he is now a full-time resident of the Phoenix metropolitan area and has been since moving to Arizona in 1992. He's a proud father of one son who is attending a law school at the University of Pittsburgh. Thank you for your service to our country, Patrick, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Scott. I appreciate it. That was a beautiful introduction and pleasure to be here. Well, it's a great introduction. It's a great biography of your story. So what I want to get into here first is to lay the groundwork for our listeners to see where you came from. I mean, you were in the army, but you got into helping people with living healthy. How did all that happen? What was the spark? Well, that's kind of an interesting story, actually. Uh, the reason I, I got into the military was actually because I had struggled with my health and weight for basically my entire life. And, you know, I I kind of fell victim to all those commercials we see on TV about, you know, you can do all this in the army and this and that. So I said, hey, there's my answer. Because before that, I had tried all the diets and I had been on diets and lost weight and gained weight and tried to exercise and just, you know, nothing works. So I figured, hey, this is my answer, right? You know, the universe provides and boom, here it is. So I actually joined the military while I was in college. I got involved in the ROTC program at Youngstown State University. And I was excited because now I figured, hey, I'm going to get healthy and I'm going to live a long, healthy life. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately, as we've all learned as we go along in our third and fourth quarters, we've learned that you can't believe everything you see on TV. (laughs) And uh, what ended up happening, the reality of that situation turned into for 26 of my 28 years in uniform, I struggled. And I struggled because I was overweight. 
the things that they had asked me or encouraged me or told me to do in the military didn't seem to be working. You know, it was the same advice we've all gotten, eat less, exercise more. And I did that. And unfortunately, it wasn't solving the problem. And the beautiful thing happened. And as I said, about 26 years in, I was at a unit in Florida and we had just completed one of our semi-annual weigh-ins every six months. We had to step on that scale. And I dreaded that, you know, to no extent. And I got on the scale and just barely passed my weigh-in. And I was, you know, obviously my, it was physically showing that I was struggling. And one of my ambition officers came over to me and said, sir, if you'd like to lose some weight and get healthy, you should talk to my mom. And I said, well, who's your mom? He said, well, my mom's a health coach. And I'm like, eh, you know, I probably, I can do this on my own. I don't need a professional coach or anything like that. So, you know, being polite and she was a subordinate. So I took her information, stored it in my phone like we all do now, right? Mm -hmm. And I continued to work on my own because I was training for a half marathon at that time. Again, more exercise, thinking I could run the way. Trained for that half marathon for nine months and I lost a total of three pounds. So when I reached the frustration level of this isn't working, I got desperate and I dug up that phone number and I called her, this lady out of the blue and said, Hey, I'm in a unit with Lindsay. And she said, you're a health coach and you could help me. I need help. And that was basically the start of my journey. She basically took me through some questions, took me about five, 10 minutes. And she explained to me everything I'd been doing over the past 30, 40 years and why it wasn't working. And with her guidance and following a very simple structured eating plan, I was able to lose 42 pounds in 11 weeks. And for me, the big difference though, losing weight this time versus all the other times was I noticed one, that I never felt hungry and two, that I didn't feel like I was restricting myself. And I later learned through the process that physical health is as much related to your mental outlook as anything else. And you can't you know, a lot of people focus just on the physical. What am I eating? How much am I working out? But they don't really pay attention to the why am I eating this and the why am I working out? And the mindset really, really drives it. And I learned that through our program because our program is much more than physical health. It's really the con a convergence of physical, mental, and financial and social health as well. And when you get all of those areas balanced, and, and balance is really a word that I, I use hesitantly because there really is no balance. It's really about harmony. It's about getting all of those areas to work together. And when you get those areas working together, all of a sudden you notice they all improve. You know, they always say a, a rising tide lifts all boats. Well, that's exactly what it is. When your health increases, all of your aspects increase. But likewise, if your health decreases, it drags all of those elements down, regardless of which element might be the, the primary culprit. So what I've learned over the last probably seven to 10 years is really the importance of integrating all three of those aspects, the mind, the body, and the finances, and really just changing my outlook because my outlook has changed. And now that's changed not only my success, but it changes the way I viewed my success. And the other critical lesson I learned was like in any program, uh, we, you know, we, we're all familiar with AA and NA and OA and those programs, right? Our program works the exact same way. The way to be successful the in the long term is to make the lifestyle changes. And the way to make the lifestyle changes is to make sure that you are living those changes, not just doing a diet for 30, 60 days or some challenge or some boot camp but really make sure that you make those lifestyle changes because that's what reinforces your continued behavior going down the road. And there's a lot of different ways that we can do that. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about some of those yeah, as we sure. go along, but uh, the bottom line is it's, it's that integration of the three components. I want to go back and that's a beautiful story. And that is, that makes a lot of sense and it's very relatable. 
I think there are a lot of listeners here who, who are, they can resonate with some of the hesitation, maybe the desperation and all that. I want to go back to that moment when that subordinate suggested you talk to their mom, which is kind of weird. I mean, you're first talking to somebody's mother, the hesitation you had in hiring a coach. If you wouldn't mind going back and reflecting on the hesitation point and the desperation point, what changed? Yeah. And, you know, again, hearkening, and I'll, I'll probably say this word a million times over the next mm -hmm. few minutes, the mindset really is the difference. You know, when you say calling someone's mom, well, you know, the nice thing about that, you know, lack of hesitation, the nice thing was that there was a connection there already with somebody I kind of knew, you know, mm -hmm. even though it was through my subordinate or whatever, it was still somebody that I wasn't calling a stranger, really, so to say. I was calling, a, you know, a friend's mom. And that's, you know, the beauty of what I do is that I get to help people help the people that are in their life. And that really kind of breaks down some of that hesitation. Now, granted, we all have hesitation in asking for help. It doesn't matter what right. it is, because again, it's the mindset and it's our ego that's built there. And our egos are in place to protect us. And our ego says, you don't want to ask for help. You want to be strong because that's what we hear. The, again, the messages we hear in the media today, you want to be strong. You want to be this, but really comes down to, you know, understanding that your strength maybe somebody else's weakness and vice versa, you know, where you may not be as strong, somebody else can help you. And when you partner with somebody, and that's really what I do is I partner with people. I don't, I don't dictate, I don't, you know, make them do things. I really have a conversation and I ask what's important to you and what do you want? Going back to your, your mention about desperation, granted, a lot of the people that come to me are desperate. I was desperate in, at that time, but that desperation sometimes will help you break down those walls and really help you you know, and enable yourself to realize, okay, if I could have done this on my own, I would have done it 20 years ago. So mm -hmm. There's obviously something missing. And that's the beauty of, of, of what I get to bring to people is I get to bring that supportive community. I get to bring tools. I get to bring a different outlook. I bring that one-on-one -on -one counseling or coaching with someone that most people have never done before. And when they see this as something different, it really encourages them to understand that maybe if I do something different, I might get different results than I've gotten in the past. And that creates that glimmer of hope. And that hope is really the key because when you have hope and you're looking forward to the future, instead of dreading the future, now it changes the way you act. And again, when you change your thoughts and you change your actions, you get different results. Mm -hmm. I, I'm reminded of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, mm -hmm. where he talks about the outside in or outcome-based habit forming versus identity-based habit Absolutely. forming. And if, if we can just adopt the identity of a healthy person and then simply ask, what would a healthy person do mm -hmm. in these, in moments of decision, what would a healthy person do? doesn't make it easy, but it makes it a lot simpler. Yeah, right? absolutely. And that's an amazing book. And by the way, for all your listeners, if they haven't read it, highly, highly recommended because yes. that creates the foundation. A lot of things in our program you know, are very, very similar. I remember the first time I read that book, I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly <laughs> what we do. I can't believe it. And, and it was, it was amazing to see all the similarities and you're, and you're right. It really does. It helps you understand that, you know, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the future based, the not, you know, the freeing yourself of that victim mentality and realizing that I can move forward and, you know, whatever's happened to me in the past, now I can see it as happening for me in the future. And it changes that mindset. Exactly. In mindset, you're, you're right on. It's a difference of thinking I have to fix something to, I get to create something. Mm -hmm. 
I get to create a new life. I don't have to fix a problem. I can start now to create something new. That is, that's fantastic. Let's talk about the benefits of healthy living. When you're living healthy, what are some of the things that you can enjoy? For those listening who really aren't healthy right now, and they know they need to do something, let's just kind of talk about what life would be like if they were healthy. And I can encapsulate it in one word, freedom. It's the freedom to be able to do the things you want to do. Again, I work with a lot of people our age, 40s and 50s. And one of the biggest things I hear is, you know, I'm getting older and I'm not able to move like I want to, but I've got young grandkids and I want to be there for them. And I want to be able to play with them. I don't want to be the I don't want to be the papa or the grandma sitting in the chair. I want to be out there on the swings with them and doing things. And that really is one thing with people our age, you know, that they, they, they re- they're looking forward to that end of the third quarter and beginning of fourth quarter of life. And they really want it to be fulfilling. You know, they want it to be rewarding. And, and a lot of people, you know, if they're not healthy, they've got limitations, whether it's medications, whether it's limitations, it doesn't really matter. You know, whatever it is, it's limiting them from being free, from doing what they want to do. And going back on your last comment, that's exactly what I ask my clients is I ask them, you know, tell me what being a healthy person looks like to you. What's important to you? And then let's work on creating that. Let's not work on undoing what's been done in the past. You can work all, all you want, but you're never going to create a better past. But we can create a better future together. And again, for everybody, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So it's highly universal, right? Because freedom is freedom. Then it's also very unique to yeah. every individual, right? Yeah. The example I mean, that I give people, it's like owning a home, okay? We know most of us probably own a home or live in a home, right? We all have a good, strong foundation, good concrete foundation, right? But after that, it gets different. Some of us live in wood houses. Some of us live in brick houses. Some of us live in snow. It doesn't matter. You know, what your house looks like is different. The number of bedrooms is different. You know, well, you know, your yard is different, but we all have that basic foundation. And without that, you know, you know, we can't move forward. So there are some commonalities, but yes, everybody's different. You know, everybody's routines are different. Everybody's bodies are different. And that's, you know, again, the beauty of being able to create what someone wants versus trying to fix them and get them back to a template. That's, that's fantastic. And I, I you had me at grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, at the, at the recording of this episode, I've got a three-year-old and I've got about a three month old oh. and another one coming in a couple of months and I better get my act together. You know, we watched, we were on grandparent dude weekend to go or so. And had the kids for overnight and all day, basically two days and overnight. And (laughs) we handed them off Mm -hmm. when the weekend was over and we looked at each other and just both took a deep sigh. (laughs) 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 But, you know, we had a great time, but man, the stamina and flexibility, range of motion, these are all what freedom means to me. And, And the listeners, if you're listening and and you're thinking about this, ask yourself, what is healthy living to me? So I mentioned early on, there's so many diets and there's so many pieces of equipment and there are so many exercise programs and apps out there. Where do you start? I mean, what are the misconceptions of getting healthy and living healthy? What trips us up? Oh gosh, we only have half an hour, right? So I have to kind of combine. I'll say the biggest misconception, and again, a lot of people, you know, will come up to me and say, you know, oh well, I'm destined to be unhealthy because 
my, you know, I have genetics, you know, my whole family has been unhealthy and, you know, for genetics definitely play a role in your health, but they are not the decider. I always tell people genetics are an, imp- are, are an influencer there, you know, that's not a death sentence. And, and I'm a great example. I mean, I came from a family, again, born, as you said, in Western Pennsylvania, right? So I grew up with the three, three meals a day, eat everything that's on your plate before you leave the table. And what did those meals look like? Yeah, they, they, they were usually pasta or, you know, beef with gravy and, you know, very few vegetables. It was all carbs and, you know, some, you know, a lot of fat. Hang on to that thought because I'm thinking Pittsburgh uh-huh. and someone just told me if you're from Pittsburgh and you've heard the Primani brothers. Yep. It's a very, very popular place. And out on the Strip District, there's the original Permani Brothers. Mm-hmm. They're sandwiches, which are, let me talk about carbs, mm-hmm. the meats that you can get, the capicola, the all these different meats. But then they put coleslaw on the sandwich, and yep. then they, they're not done yet. Yep. They put the French fries on top of that. Yep. And I was told that the reason they did that was because they wanted the truckers to be able to keep driving and eating. So drive with one hand and eat with the other hand. All of the meal was between the two thick pieces of bread. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So little Pittsburgh ease there. That is. And I can (laughs) totally relate to that. But, you know, again, and growing up like that and eating like that, it was fine because when, when you and I were kids, what did we do after dinner? We went outside and played, right? You know, and we were riding our bikes and playing with our friends and all that kind of stuff. So even though we were taking in all these calories, we were burning them off. The problem today, again, especially with folks in our age bracket, we're not spending much time outside playing now. We're sitting at our desks or we're working you know, home. Again, we all came through the COVID, you know, being locked down and all that kind of stuff. So there's been a lot of inactivity in our society today. We spend so much time on our devices and in front of our computers. So we're not getting that activity. So when people tell me that, you know, well, I used to always eat like this and I never had a weight problem. It's because, you know, chances are your lifestyle, again, that word has changed probably pretty dramatically in the second and third quarters of your life, right? And looking forward to that fourth quarter, you know, it's probably going to continue Continue that same trend unless you consciously make a different decision. You know, the, the idea of being able to, you know, to exercise your weight off, as I mentioned, my personal story is exactly that. And, and it's good while you're doing it. But the problem is I see so many people, you know, they'll go and spend an hour at the gym every day. Okay. And that's great. You know, they're burning X number of calories, but then on the way home from the gym, they stop and grab a monster. It's like, dude, you just undid all the work that you spent, you know, time at the gym doing. Well, I need the energy, you know, be, you know because I'm tired. Well, right. all that exercise increases your, your body's desire for food. And it, again, if you're not making super healthy choices, you're actually undoing the, you know, you're undoing the, all, all the hard work you did. So it really comes down, as you talked about a few minutes ago, habit creation and creating healthy habits. And, you know, I work with people in a variety of lifestyles. I work with busy professionals. I've worked, I've had truck drivers. You just mentioned those. I've had several truck drivers do our program. I've had police officers. I've had doctors and PAs do our program. And I've had single moms and I've had teenagers and I've had seniors. My mom was actually 76 when she started program, fourth quarter of life for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was a type two diabetic for 30 years. But, you know, again, by making some healthy choices, we were able to, to, to not only get 65 pounds off of her in about six months, 
but we were able to keep it off and help her create those healthy habits. So the rest of her life that she spent, she was able to do exactly what you and I were just talking about. She was able to have fun with their grandkids and do things because she was much healthier and she was making healthier choices. So it really comes down to the lifestyle. Doesn't matter where you're brought up. Doesn't matter, again, what you've done in the past. We focus on those are lessons that we've learned. We can move forward. And you know, the biggest misconception is that I can't change. You can change if you want to change, but it has to be what you want. I'm not going to make anybody do any kind of nutritional program or exercise program or anything like that. I'm going to ask you what you want. And if you want to be with those grandkids more and be able to hang with them, then you want that Hershey's bar or then you want that Primanti sandwich or whatever it is, then you've now made the choice. We have a tool that we call Stop, Challenge, and Choose that we teach at the very beginning of our program. And the beautiful thing is, is while you learn how to use that program in getting physically healthy, you eventually learn how to use it to make better emotional decisions and to make, make better financial decisions and to make, make better relational decisions. And I have clients all the time come back and tell me, wow, I used stop, challenge, and choose with my teenager. And instead of getting in a huge fight, you know, <laughs> we actually had a discussion about his grades or a discussion right. about his, you know, going out or, or whatever it might be. And again, that creates, you know, again, creates is that word. It doesn't fix the problem. It creates a healthier environment. It creates healthier surroundings, creates healthier relationships. And those, again, all work together to help you not only stay physically, emotionally, and financially healthy. Stop, challenge, and choose. Yep. Okay, that is something that someone used in their relationship with the teenager. One of the things I teach in our program is the integration of six hallmarks. And I won't go all through all six, but you're talking about if I can relate well to my teenager, where as before I wasn't, now I feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel better about my relationship with my teenager as a parent. I am going to parlay that good emotion, which is another hallmark into how I eat. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to have a fight with my teenager and then crave comfort food. Exactly. To compensate for the, the bad relationship. Everything is integrated. You know, you mm -hmm. just can't get away from that. The other thing that I really appreciate what you're saying is, was it your mother or mother-in-law? It was 76. Mother. Mother. Okay. You're mm -hmm. 76. So there might be somebody listening to this saying, yeah, it's great for a 35 year old to just pick up a program and run with it, you know, or maybe even 40, 45, but I'm 58 and I'm pushing 60. Mm -hmm. Everything is just kind of slowed down. And if I start now, I'm going to have a real steep uphill curve. What do you say to those people? Again, that's the beauty of what I do and everything that we do is all based on, it's, it's got 40 years of science behind it from Johns Hopkins University. So our programs were, were, were actually invented, for lack of a better term, out of the Johns Hopkins Weight Management Center. So you're dealing with, you're not dealing with food companies and mass media, you're dealing with doctors and scientists and, and you know, and, and people that can customize. And what we get to do is we have a variety of programs for people in any, in any spot of life. As I mentioned, teenagers in that first quarter of life, I can help them. The second quarter, you just mentioned grandkids, right? Well, those grandkids have parents that don't get to hand those kids off. They, they got to deal with them 24 seven, right? Exactly. So they need energy, they need simplicity, they need health. So those folks in that second quarter, I can customize a program for them. The third quarter folks that are focused on 
maybe at this point in their life, it's their career. They're really trying to create financial stability for them for the long term, or, you know, they have, maybe they have older, younger kids or whatever. Those people need program because their situation's different. Then of course, the fourth quarter folks like you and I, you know, who are, who are looking to be able to enjoy our golden years and not suffer through them. So we can customize a program depending on where someone is in life, what their situation is, and, you know, and again, what their goals are. That's really the, you know, the key driver is where are you now? And where do you want to be? You know, my role as your coach is just to help you map out that program from point A to point B and then provide the support, provide the tools, the motivation, the accountability, you know, and be your cheerleader. You know, I'm going to celebrate when, you know, when things go right and when things don't exactly go the way we planned. Instead of that being a failure, we see that as a feedback opportunity to learn how can I handle this situation better next time. We're coming up on the holidays, right? I get that all the time. Oh, I'll wait and start after the first of the year. No, start now because you'll have that momentum going into the holidays and no better time to learn what's going to trip you up in the future than to put that opportunity in front of you now. Let's figure out what happens this year at the holidays. Maybe you do well, maybe you struggle, but regardless, we're going to learn from that and be able to do better next year because guess what? Those holidays are coming around again. Those birthdays, those graduation parties, you know, there's always an excuse. You know, if you're not focused and you don't want it, you always make an excuse. But what we get to do is learn how to make those opportunities learning opportunities so someone can move forward and not be struggling with where they are today. Obviously love what you're doing. So I'm going to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. What do you love most about what you get to do with people? Changing lives, you know, having that impact again, 28 years in the military, I impacted a lot of lives and it's really, you know, and, and nothing beats, you know, when you get that text from a client saying, I was able to fill in the blank, put my wedding ring on for the first time in 20 years. Or I was able to go up the stairs without being winded. Or I was able to play with my grandkids all day and I didn't feel exhausted and want to give them back to their parents. Or, you know, I was able to run a marathon, something I couldn't do, or just do a hike or do a bike ride. What, you know, whatever it is. Or, you know, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, I was able to take this tool and, you know, be able to not have a fight with my teenager and, you know, in the past where we were to yell at each other, throwing things and everything else. Now we're handling things, you know, those are the type of victories, you know, you know, the scale victories, everybody, you know, sees my posts on Facebook and obviously, you know, that's simple and easy to see the weight loss. But I always tell people it's not the physical weight, it's the emotional weight, it's the learning, it's the growth, and it's what you're going to use 15, 20, 30 years from now, that's going to really make the change. And it doesn't only change parents, it changes his families. I'm to the point now where I've had, you know, I've been doing this long enough where I've had clients that are starting to tell me, my kids are picking up these habits and they're starting to get away from that childhood obesity thing. And they're asking for healthier snacks to go in their lunch at school and, you know, doing more activity. And they're conscious of that. And that mindset, that's what's going to change, not just the people that I deal with, but the people that are in their life and people that are in their life and just having that, you know, that ongoing, you know, we, we, we're old enough to remember the old shampoo commercial, right? They told two friends, they, they told, told two friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what it's about. That's what uh-huh. I enjoy most is having that widespread impact over people. Well, that's, I call it the stakeholder effect. When mm-hmm. we choose to improve our lives, we don't improve in a vacuum. Right. We influence and there's no on or off a switch to influence. If we're living unhealthy, we're influencing. If we live healthy, we influence. So if you're listening to this and you're looking and you want your family to be healthier, take the lead. 
get involved. Yep. So I'm going to put this in the show notes, but I'm going to, for those who don't have the time to go into the show notes, where can we find you? Where's the best place to find you online? The best place to find me online is probably on Facebook. I do a majority of my interactions there only because when it's free, great from, you know, from a business standpoint, but secondly, it's, you know, it's great because you can share pictures and stories and communicate. So you can look me up under Patrick W. Becker on Facebook. You'll see me as health coach Patrick. You'll see that. If you're on Instagram, I'm also on Instagram as Thriving with Patrick. That's my business name. So I'm there too. But Facebook is probably the best way. And again, in the show notes, you feel free to include my cell phone number. Someone can text me and say they heard me on the podcast and I'll be happy to reach out to them. Typically, the way it works is when someone reaches out, the first thing I want to do is have a conversation and hear about their goals and where they are, because that's really the starting point for everything. So I'll typically send someone a quick little survey to fill out, you know, some basic answers. And then we'll circle back, have a 10, 15, 20 minute phone call to really discuss those answers so I can see where they want to go. And then my role at that point is just helping them map out the plan and giving them the tools that they need to get there. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. So you're a purveyor of freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you deal in freedom. That's, that's fantastic. Patrick, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule based on reading your bio. You've got a lot going on. So I honor that time. And again, I'm going to say thank you for your service to our thank country. I, I appreciate I that. Can't thank you enough for that. Have a great time. We'll probably circle back and have another episode down the road, but thank you again. Sounds good. And again, anybody who has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. There's a lot of resources out there available to everybody. Again, whether it's on social media or not, I've got a you know weekly tips newsletter that I put out that again, anybody that I, I talk to, I'm happy to share that with, but don't struggle. You don't have to be alone. There's ways to improve. And, you know, again, I always tell people, challenge me. The worst thing that can happen is you eat healthier for a few weeks and you, and you, and you learn a few things. But the best that can happen is attaining that freedom you're looking for. Sure. sure. Thank you very much. Thanks. Okay. So here's what we need to do. Grab a piece of paper and a pen. Sit down in a quiet place and ask yourself, what does healthy living mean to me? And I want the freedom to and then fill in the blank. Patrick has graciously offered the link to the survey he mentioned. And if you're interested in filling that out and getting the ball rolling, you have everything you need to begin a healthy lifestyle. And like we started out with the podcast, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So take action right now. This has been another episode of the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast. I'm Scott Kokenauer. And as always, I'm grateful for your time. I'm grateful for your subscription. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and you've chosen to listen to this one, and I consider it a deep honor. Be sure to visit the show notes for all the information you need from this episode and subscribe to the podcast so you get notified when the next episodes occur. And hey, by the way, here's a little secret. We've been working diligently behind the scenes to create an awesome social platform where people just like you who are working on their fantastic fourth quarter as well. If you want to get in on this, on the platform now, before we formally launch in January 2023, visit finishstrong.me, as in me finishing strong, finishstrong.me, and request to join. It's going to be fantastic platform geared specifically for the success of your life journey. Finishstrong.me. 
I'll talk to you on the next episode of Serve Strong, Finish Strong. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.